You are listening to Ayahuasca Talks, and I am your host, Rebecca Hayden. For those of you who are interested in self-discovery and healing through hypnosis, please email me at rebecca.hayden at gmail.com to book a free consultation. Welcome to another edition of Ayahuasca Talks. Today we have Courtney Burrell joining us, and Courtney is a financial advisor, podcaster, and soul coach. Welcome, Courtney. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad you're finally here. We've been planning this for a while, and uh, yeah, having lots of really interesting discussions leading up to it, and uh, this often happens when we have these pre-show discussions it's like oh I wish we were recording so here we are finally recording and today we're going to talk about these entities that we connect with through ayahuasca and most importantly afterwards Um, a lot of us are having that experience I am and uh, you certainly are and many out there are so I want to uh, open that up and um Generally speaking, when we speak about ayahuasca, uh, we talk about uh, entities in terms of, you know, spiritual uh, figures, such as uh, Mother Ayahuasca, Grandmother Ayahuasca, and then there's tons and tons of stories of many uh, different figures showing up, um, spiritual entities, and other kinds of of figures uh, making an appearance and uh, dialogue with, with, you know, various beings, and... um, uh, and, and there has been discussion about uh, those beings that appear as or present as aliens. And um, I don't know how many people are having this kind of discussion, but I think it's important for us to, to start to talk about that because it's, it's fascinating. And this is the experience many people are having. And what I noticed, too, is when I started to look into all these stories about not only the experiences people were having with ayahuasca, but also um, near-death experiences and people who um, have been reporting their experiences with aliens. There's tons of crossover there. There's tons of similarities. And in the end, it makes me wonder if there are that much, if there is that much of a difference between what's happening there, you know, um, I think that there's just different entry points or different, uh, a different catalyst for the same type of experience to happen. And yet, of course, they're all unique. They're even unique across the board with ayahuasca. So anyway, um, today we're going to talk about our experiences ongoing with these entities. And, uh, and Courtney, I would love for you to share how that started for you. Um, did you make contact with did these entities connect with you via ayahuasca? And then how did that roll out afterwards? Okay. So first off, I, I don't know what it is with this topic and why it's so terrifying. Alien has this connotation of just like, Oh, you know, um, and I was thinking about that before the show too. Let's not pretend we haven't all been fascinated with this from, you know, a very young age. Come on. Like it's not it's, as though we haven't all been thinking about it right. for, you know, like ages. Right. It's funny because I, I know so many people are interested and have looked up things, um, but actually coming out and talking about your experience is a whole, a whole new level. So <laughs> I will well, say that I'm not a little bit terrified. Um, well, no, we, you know what? We've talked about such weirdness on this show yeah. and, and, and the audience is pretty used to the weirdness factor. It so is. that's okay. If we're going to talk about it, this is the place to do it, right? <laughs> Let's do it. It's time. 
So I'd like to start a little bit, which is prefacing that I have had a, a pretty, from the, from the outside view, a, a pretty normal life. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I, um, you know, grew up in a very successful household. I went to college. I was a division one athlete. Um, I married an attorney. I'm a, I became a financial advisor. So, you know, as for society standards, that's pretty, pretty good. If you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, getting the high fives and yeah, you're on the right track and you're doing everything right. And, um, you know, I've, uh, been such a good manifester in my life. Most of the things that I've wanted, I've got, I've, I've achieved. And, um, you know, I had the money and all the, you know, the houses and the exotic vacations. And there was always a piece of me missing just something that where it just, I wasn't fulfilled and just not completely fulfilled. It wasn't that I was unhappy. It just seemed like there was always a piece of me that was really missing. And eventually, um, I did get, I, I was definitely into spirituality, but I would say that it was more of a hobby. Um, I was doing, you know, I had little groups of friends where maybe we'd practice with um, angel cards or something and maybe practice um, with maybe some fun psychic abilities and things like that. Um, but it would, like I said, it was more of a, more of a hobby and not a way of life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So eventually in the circles that I was, was in that I called into my life, I wanted more spiritual friends. I knew that I wanted to make spirituality more of a lifestyle. And I uh, had a friend tell me about their ayahuasca experience. So basically from the moment that they told me uh, they did ayahuasca and I had heard about it before years ago. Um, but as soon as they told me, I knew instantly that I needed to do it. Um, I mean, right away, there was no doubt. And so a couple months later, <laughs> I found myself in an ayahuasca mm -hmm. ceremony. Wow, that's quick. And then I would say prior to ayahuasca, my understanding of other beings, I would say for sure, I, in my heart, I knew they existed. And I knew um, I had had somewhat of experience, you know, talking with other people and hearing people who maybe had channel other beings. So I, I, but mainly I just thought it was cool. I didn't really think, <laughs> I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't look much into it or really yeah, feel, yeah, yeah I, I, I didn't, I didn't really think, make a connection that aliens or other beings were linked with any sort of spiritual awakening. And my idea of doing ayahuasca was I had gotten really into the concept of the law of attraction and manifestation and learning um, kind of the ways of how the universe works from uh, courses and things. And uh, my plan for ayahuasca <laughs> was, you know, just to learn the rules of the game and, you know, connect on the other side, but be able to take all that information and really just uh, be able to have a, a better, I guess, 3D, third dimensional life. <laughs> yeah, of course. Apply it, right? Me too. Yeah. yeah. So... Um, that was my plan going in <laughs> and pretty much from the get go, um, I just had connections with other beings and that was completely unexpected. I really didn't know what it meant. Um, 
So tell me something from the beginning. Um, when these beings made contact with you, was that something in your mind at the beginning, this is an alien, or was it just something you came to understand or that they explained to you? How did that go down? Um, I knew, well, first, I would say, first, um, I was hearing a voice, and it was um, the voice of ayahuasca. And yes. I knew it was her, um, because I, I had kind of some background of how she was like, and she was real funny and snark snarky to me. <laughs> oh, okay. And, she's different to everybody, really. But yeah, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is ayahuasca. Okay. <laughs> like, um, and it actually made me relax, because um, from the get-go, she was, she was a little funny, even though it was, you know... Uh, not not the calmest experience it was um i could have been um you know for many people it can be very scary um because i um really lost control i, I was kind of giving i was um really i lost my mind i couldn't think thoughts anymore so i was getting all these thoughts into my mind without being able to control it but because um of ayahuasca's voice she was kind of calming me and reassuring me and that it was okay and I immediately relaxed thank goodness so the initial yeah, yeah um the initial communication was from her um but then things started to shift once I kind of got the uh I guess you can call the the ego death that so many say where I pretty much disconnected from my body and my mind and I knew I wasn't my body and my mind or anything that I thought I was uh, then things started happening to my body um, where uh, I just felt, started feeling all these different sensations. So I just started having a conversation and asked ayahuasca, I'm like, what's going on? What, what am I feeling? What's happening? And she said, you know, there's other beings here with me and together we're working and, you know, we're detoxing your body and we're working on your energy and we're raising your vibration and, um, basically repairing things <laughs> right. and getting you ready. Uh, but I'm like, ready for what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, so there were moments where I would kind of go in and out of just um, one moment. I'd be like, okay, you know, this is fine. This is great. I have other beings working on me. Um, <laughs> that's excellent. Um, you know, cause I had heard of people getting healed, you know, from ayahuasca or, you know, people being blind or deaf and suddenly being able to see or hear. So um, I would, you know, I, I went from welcoming <laughs> all this was happening to my body to then going into, okay, this is really, this is really nuts. This is crazy. Am I going insane? Um, <laughs> this is kind of scary. And I kind of went from back and forth just of, this is weird. No, this is okay. This is weird. No, this is okay. And I would say it's probably only continued like that since or post ayahuasca um, throughout the ceremonies in that particular um, event I had, it was three ceremonies. So for each of the ceremonies, I pretty much experienced the same thing where I was having um, other beings working on my body. Um, but usually what was happening is beings were working on my body and then ayahuasca was talking to me and giving me advice. <laughs> Oh, so, that's good. Yeah, because it, she was kind of taking your your mind off of it. Yeah, it can be disturbing. Yeah. So, so how did that roll out? How did the dialogue continue? And when did you make contact with these other beings that were working on you, or is that what happened? 
Yep. So they kept working on me. And I, I would say for the, for really the ayahuasca experience, I didn't really talk directly to, to the beings. Um, I just knew that they were working on my body and I could mm-hmm. feel them. And I intuitively, it wasn't a voice like ayahuasca was a voice to me, but intuitively I knew um, what was happening. Right. And I knew that it needed to happen and that in some way it was going to help me with whatever my next step in my life was going to be. Um, so, so then um, I came back, which is funny because I came back and I went straight back to work. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about yeah, big events. Yeah. And that's, it must have seemed so foreign. I didn't do that. And I hear these stories. And I just, wow. I admire you for even, you know, attempting to do that. <laughs> so I went straight back to work thinking like, okay, you know, I'm going to incorporate some of these things. A lot of it too was um, embracing my divine feminine, um, which uh, I felt very empowered when I came, when I came out uh, because yeah. I felt um, I had gotten a lot of information as far as what my purpose was and, and also just really embracing my power and stepping into my divine feminine power. So I was excited. I was very excited. <laughs> and I went back to work to my normal job. And within, gosh, a few days, I got really sick. I mean, wiped out, um, not just full body aches, full, um, like I couldn't even move really um, for a few days. So. Um, you know, I quarantined myself and really all I did was lay in my bed for days and I've actually, I can't even tell you if there was ever a time where that's, I've ever even done that because I'm so go, go, go all the time, but I literally got knocked out. And while I was knocked out, (laughs) just laying there, not being able to do anything, um, then communication started to happen and and I was basically told that they had to wipe me out <laughs> so that I would stop and listen. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> because all I did was go straight back to my job and go, go, go. <laughs> yeah. And then there's no room for it. <laughs> right. And it was like, didn't you learn anything, Courtney? Um, <laughs> so, but as I was laid out again, I was told I was continually to get kind of the up. I say upgrades and activations because that's the term that um, they use. Um, But really just working on my energetic body. Um, And from my experience, it's basically that, you know, when you can look it up, but I I think something like 90% of our DNA, they call junk DNA. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. In other words, we don't understand it, so we're going to call yeah. it. <laughs> so we actually have DNA within us, um, extra DNA that can be activated. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently that's what had been happening during my ayahuasca ceremony, and that's what has been continued to happen. And because of those activations, new abilities and new perceptions and things start becoming available. Uh, right is what I've come to understand. So sure. um, basically I 
was laid out and then, uh, you know, continuing to get these um, energetic attunements. And then I was really just told I needed to, one, start a podcast and start a group Mm -hmm. and that I needed that, you know, it was my uh, calling or whatnot to start helping um, awaken people and help other light workers. (laughs) Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? When it comes so clear and you're like, oh, wow, where do I even begin? And with me, the radio came up first for me. So yeah, and I tried to make it all happen and then I just stopped and it came to me. So, (laughs) but yeah, a lot of us are, are like, called to do these things and it's a big challenge how did you how did you uh communicate to people in your life about this i mean how did this impact you the fact that uh this was going on you were getting all these communications did you talk to anybody about it well really just (laughs) talking to yes some people in my family um uh, luckily i had a, a couple friends um that i could talk to and really, and then I started the group. So I did the group that I initially started through Facebook. I did share some information, but mainly, um, really, I was just scared and holding yeah. a lot of it in. Um, so I'm just I didn't, figuring it out. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I didn't really open up completely to anyone because of the stigma and just so worried about what people would think of me and just that you know, this girl has lost it. (laughs) Um, And I just, so I did end up keeping a lot of it in. Um, And yeah, like that, it is challenging, right? Because you're um, just trying to figure out what, what is this, you know, what, because, you know, you, you have to try to figure out in your own context, you know, of your own life and your own experience. And, you know, most of us haven't had anything like that before. So this suddenly happens. You're trying to figure out what they're telling you. You're trying to figure out what you think of it and how you're going to possibly go ahead with all this stuff, right? <laughs> Which is hilarious because, um, or not to let, I don't know what the word is, but it's funny because um, though I was scared to talk to people kind of in my direct um, circle, yeah. um, although there, there were a few that I did, um, people just started coming to me or I just started, I was, I was led to certain people in my life. So I found I was led um, and usually um, it'd come in the form of message of you need to, you know, check this out or, you know, like Google this, <laughs> it's like Google this, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> where I would be led to Google or research something. And then I would find um, somebody and then they were the perfect person to give me some sort of healing for whatever I was going through, even though I right. wasn't even sure what kind of healing <laughs> that, that I needed. Yeah. So I asked you to give me an example of this when we were just talking about it before. And you said that I was one of those people. <laughs> can, you, yeah. can you describe that? Well, that was funny because I, I had gotten a, a download of information that um, it, and a lot of the information that I do get is about how reality works and just how we can um, have this higher dimensional understanding and apply it to um, our third dimensional reality. And so I had gotten this cool download about how we could go back in time, 
because there is no time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, time is an illusion. So that we could actually go back into our past or what we, have, what we know as our past to manipulate a memory uh, to put ourselves on a different projection of our future um, or a new mm -hmm. timeline of our future and actually change the change the timelines from the past, you know, all the way back to all the way forward. And then I think within like a day, I think that was the next day I, I talked to you. Oh, and, and, and then I knew that it could be done with through hypnosis. And then right. um, I think I was introduced to you the next day and, and I told you about it and you're like, yep, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> yeah. In fact, actually, you know, there's a process that, that I take people through called timeline. <laughs> that's exactly what we do oh my god it's spot on I know so, and that's wow. so cool <laughs> and then there's like other messages you get that that just help you with your life and have must have yeah. changed the whole um, idea worldview. like this is certainly yes. happening for me so can you share some of that stuff well and even um, I got introduced to because of this um, divine feminine activations and getting um, into tune to because I didn't even know what really what that even meant divine <laughs> I mean I had heard the term divine feminine but I didn't really know um, and because of that um, I was led to another person who I found um, who actually facilitated a womb healing on me and that was um, completely life-changing um, because yes, I awesome. actually um, through that experience went to other um, other lifetimes and actually saw my life um, a very terrible life or <laughs> I was a terrible person where yeah. I had harmed all these women um, and how that was contributing to so many traumas that I've had in this life and with my womb and the release from that was unbelievable um, oh that's incredible yeah, yeah. Um, this certainly happens with hypnosis as well and um, through shamanic practices. So mm -hmm. when I experienced Iboga, um, that was part of the traditional um, sort of guidance that, that I received, that it was part of, of the tradition of that medicine to go back in your life and go back to previous times and go back to your womb. And then, you know, years later I found myself actually doing that with hypnosis and it's like wow there's a trend here you know I think that we have a lot more power over our experience and you know healing those things that happen that have really impacted our our current life experience and future than we realize you know right and and so much of it um you know because I'm all it's not like I've been this crazy channel my entire <laughs> my entire life you know this is all still new to me. Um, I mean, mm -hmm. this has all happened to me in this year. And um, so what then started happening is getting a lot of just clips of different lifetimes and different, just different pieces of information. I always think of it kind of like a puzzle where I'm getting little bits of information here and there, and I know it must fit together, but I have no idea how. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I agree. I've had those experiences too. Yeah. Like I had this really, because I do a lot of dream work too. And this is funny. I don't think I've talked about this on the show before, but talk about clips. It really <clears throat> reminded me of an experience I had where I, I go into my dream world and just do a lot of work. I get a lot of information, a lot of healing, 
Uh, but one time I asked a question, one of those fundamental questions, you know, to improve your life kind of thing. And I got this very clear, like a photograph, clear picture of um, the kinds of, you know, beautiful images you would see on old Egyptian um, pyramids on the inside or something, you know, something like that, or, or these old Egyptian structures. Anyway, I tried my best to, you know, investigate and figure out what that meant. And even during ayahuasca, it suddenly came to me. I remembered, oh, wow, what's that about? And the answer I got was, oh, that wasn't us. <laughs> it's like I can't believe I'm getting this answer not my department you know <laughs> oh, that's hilarious so, yeah, that's still a big mystery but you know I'm, well, that's, I'm, I'm, that's funny because I've been getting a lot of Egyptian uh, information and connections to Egypt and wondering what the heck that means and I just recently kind of made some connections of um, because I was just recently led to shamanism I myself to actually start a shamanic apprenticeship, which I'm super, super excited about. Wonderful. And even just as soon as I started it, I mean, I didn't even really, it was like day one, I had all this information flood in, um, remembering so many things of who I was. And I, um, actually remembered, um, you know, living long, long, long time ago, you know, the time of the first time of, of civilization, and then actually, and then zooming into Egypt, and then zooming into another life, and seeing um, that they were all connected, and that I really was kind of having the same experience, but in those different lifetimes, and to where now I'm actually um, having a lifetime again, where um, I'll be a shaman and, <laughs> but I was a shaman in all these other lifetimes. So it was um, very cool to make that connection. <laughs> so did this, this voice that guides you now, do you feel that it's ayahuasca or do you feel that it's um, alien guides that are, that are helping you? And um, I still speak with ayahuasca as well. I know ayahuasca because <laughs> she usually comes with an image of a snake or, uh, you know, a serpent. Mm -hmm. um, she's also, or I hear music. Um, I'm very audio. So I hear um, this music and it's always the same music. It's the same music that I heard during my ayahuasca ceremony in my head. <laughs> so I know it's her. Um, but then, uh, so I can distinguish. Um, and then the, but mm, I, they come at different times, but I, I would say that it's more, mm, I don't know, it could be actually, I would say it's it's more alien based than ayahuasca, okay. but I do still regularly speak with ayahuasca, um, yeah. and because I think they're you know they're homies. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we, it's a big mystery about their connection, but obviously, you know, ayahuasca has been a gateway for many different entities to come through and work with people, um, in in very unique ways. Um, but you felt compelled to to pursue shamanism because of all this experiences, and it's obviously helping you to you know to integrate that. I mean, it's part of your integration experience, right? Right. And you know, I, I really feel like um, it, this is in my experience, and of course, I'm not some lifelong shaman or lifelong channeler. But from what I've experienced thus far, to me, it, it you know. Uh, 
from the alien side, what they've relayed to me is that, you know, the first uh, civilization on earth was very inspired by um, and connected to other beings. Mm-hmm. And that basically the first keepers of the earth, the first shamans, because the first people on earth would be shamans um, or similar to shamans or indigenous people, um, mm-hmm. that they were very connected um, to the other realms and to other beings. And then that. Yeah, I don't think that that's a controversial supposition whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. I think that in, in the world of shamanism, um, you know, it's all been about getting that kind of guidance and, right. and applying it for sure. And, and it comes from certainly not here. So <laughs> whatever word you want to put on it, God, um, right. spirit, um, alien, you know, I, I think they're fairly interchangeable. Yeah, you know? and I think so. It's like whether you're talking about that they're aliens or, you know, it, and then you think of um, Egyptian times where they had multiple gods or, you know, the Greek, the Greek gods. I, to me, I, I think they're all aliens. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just a matter of, of, of how, how you relate to that word, right? right. I mean, <laughs> once, we, once we develop any spiritual understanding, we agree that we don't, we're not strictly of Earth. So we ourselves can be referred to as alien, right? Right. Absolutely. All of these things. So I don't know. I don't know how important that distinction is. I do think that we have a more I think that society as I know it um, associates a more physical reality to uh, to aliens than they do to spirit. Um, So I think that that's a category that we created, um, you know, our own ideas or comfort levels or whatever. But I'm not sure what the reality is. That's the mystery and that's the beauty of it. But shamanism certainly helps to uh, to acclimatize us to connecting with that world. And I did my shamanic studies in advance of doing plant medicines. And, it, you know, it's like works differently for everybody, right? But mm-hmm. I continued it through, through the guidance of, of this voice that um, for me has been ayahuasca. And... Um, I remember meeting up with a friend who I met in my first shamanic course and she had continued her studies, you know, with the same organization and I had continued my studies through plant medicines and then with just this voice and these experiences I have at night and all the time, you know, they guide me through all kinds of interesting shamanic experiences and I remember uh, my friend was, she wanted to complete a course and she had to do some intergenerational healing or something. And, and she asked me if I'd be open to that. And I said, absolutely. You know, and she came over and we did some really interesting work, which of course reminded me of a lot of the work I do with this voice. And, uh, and then I told her about an experience I had the other night with this, this presence that, um, and this was a while back and I went to bed, but I didn't sleep because all night this voice was saying, okay, this is what we're going to do tonight. We're going to go through your body and we're going to go through some memories that your body holds. And so I went through different areas of the body and the memories would come up and it was just this, you know, huge healing and it took all night. And by morning I thought, how am I going to function? You know, I have my son and, you know, (laughs) I'm the only person to parent him. So, but Surprisingly, I got out of bed and I felt more energetic than I'd felt in years. And that was certainly unexpected. Anyway, I told my friend all this. She goes, oh, my God, we just covered that. Like you just basically shared with me um, the whole curriculum. (laughs) (laughs) Completed. And it's like, yeah, I'm getting it just from a different, you know, 
a different avenue. So, yeah. yeah that's amazing. And, and what's funny is what I've recently discovered is I think that, or I believe that the main voice that I'm hearing, that's an interdimensional, well, that's another being, is actually myself. <laughs> yeah. It's actually myself in another dimension, really. Yeah. We exist on different and different levels and in different ways. And that higher self we refer to knows a lot more than we do. And yet there is this sense of ayahuasca, you know, there's this sense of something that in this life we is new to us, but then there's this, yeah, I don't know. I, I've asked a few times and ayahuasca has come back and said ayahuasca. And I've worked with the mother for so long and then just when I started to do more work with hypnosis, helping people and using hypnosis as the tool, the grandmother showed up and said, she's going to help me do this work and work with people that I work with. So that's been interesting. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> but you get a sense that it's Mother Ayahuasca that is, is the presence that you feel in addition to these other entities. Yes, uh, uh, absolutely. What's rolling around in my mind right now is and, and I know these things are really nuanced at times, so it's not always easy to pinpoint, but how is it that you came to understand that certain entities that are in touch with you, that communicate with you, uh, how, do you how do you identify them as alien? What is it that comes across that makes you feel like, ah, oh, that's, that's different from ayahuasca, that one's, you know, kind of alien? Or do they actually tell you? Yeah, they've told me like what rate, where they, what planets that they come from. Okay. Um, yeah, so I do, so I do know that. Um, and it's the same, um, from my understanding, it's kind of the same few handful um, of beings that help uh, humanity and have been helping humanity throughout time. Um, okay. They're kind of the same, the same groups of people that, you know, when you look into it, it it's all very, uh, very much talked about and very um, common for people to have experiences with them. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you can list them if you like. The, oh, I mean, yeah, we've heard, uh, we've heard some of these Palladians and, and all of yeah. this. Um, mostly Palladians, Arcturians. Um, I do, I have, I do have a connection to Orion um, and there is an Orion council Although, and I know I, I have channeled directly this council, um, but that was only a few times and within dreams, um, mm -hmm. which was really interesting. And then um, also Andromedan, um, those are the main. Um, but it seems like really the Palladian and Arcturians are very much with us, especially um, right now, and just really just helping humanity, helping humanity grow, helping humanity awaken. Um, and most, um, I did have, you know, I, I, I haven't had it very well, any really dark experience. I wouldn't say I've had experiences that have been s scary, mainly just because of my ego. Um, <laughs> but um, really, everything's just been beautiful, um, and just completely uplifting and that, you know, that they're really here they're just so loving and yes. understanding and really want to help us. And really that we're the future that I see is one that it's really not um, as big of a deal as it is now that we'll be more interdimensional beings and we'll be more involved 
um, with other beings and learning more from them and their technologies and um, better ways to take care of our planet and take care of each other. Um, mm -hmm. They're really here to just help us have that higher understanding of love and unity and mm -hmm. which is so much needed right now. Potential, <laughs> really. Yeah, that could solve many problems right there. Um, and, and I think that we do have that, uh, that tendency to look externally to all these things that need to be done when all of those things, the reason why they went wrong is because of where we're at internally and we've got to start there, you know? Mm -hmm. And that once we're in the standpoint of love and that, that higher, you know, way of being, um, that all, all the other things are going to fall into place for us. Right. Yep, and a lot of it is just, you know, getting out of our own way. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then really just doing the work on ourselves and looking at, you know, the areas of ourselves that we don't enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> and, I wonder, how comfortable do you feel sharing some of your journey in that respect? This is something we often talk about on the show. Um, big integrative um, experiences of that nature where we're taking a look at ourselves going, hmm, okay, given everything that I've learned, you know, this has got to change and that's got to change and how that's been for you, um, especially as a parent. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, well, oh, so many things, but, um, and it's, it's really what's happened is now, what, you know, once you start opening and you see, wow, all, all this other world exists and reality really isn't what I thought it was. It, what it starts is you just questioning and questioning everything and questioning everything in your mind and questioning everything that society does and, que and just question, 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 questions of why, you know, why do I do this and why is this that way? And so, gosh, it's really impacted um, my parenting even just um, in a very positive light because even just seeing my children as more, almost like as equals of just yeah. that they're just in a different place, um, you know, age-wise on this, on earth in this lifetime, but um, that, you know, telling a child to do something just because they're having this authoritarian um, parenting style <laughs> that is, is so normal really isn't... Um, healthy yeah it's not healthy and it's really not working <laughs> for me no, anymore it's, anyways <laughs> setting us up for the kind of societal issues that we want to get rid of right we want to change all of that and be a more harmonious compassionate society well this is where we got to begin that's why parenting becomes like such a challenge when we're going through this and blessing as well of course right and it's been so challenging because you know my daughter will question things that I tell her and you know the old me would be like you know just do what I say <laughs> you know I'm the parent but yeah. then I know deep down she has a point and <laughs> I'm like damn it <laughs> and this is how they learn, right this is what <laughs> how they're learning too and now you've got so much to share with them mm -hmm. so it's really been um it's been difficult but it's also been very beautiful and such a learning experience because my children and I and I know it's not by coincidence, but you know, with this whole shutdown, I've really just gone through just so much um, 
emotion, emotions and stress and, um, absolutely been, you know, they're just, they're super empathic like I am. And just, I know, just feel all the energies of everything that's around. So they've been just extra sensitive and extra, just fighting on everything. Um, so, you know, and then it, they've really, tr and at the same time, you know, I was, um, awoken to, um, all these traumas from my childhood, um, not big traumas, but just, you know, the little, the little traumas and things that are natural and happen. And my children were, you know, triggering my, my childhood and then, you know, having to recognize that and, you know, be calm, which I, you know, I'm not a hundred percent of the time <laughs> and, you know, heal myself as I also totally re look at parenting. Um, oh yeah. That's a big job. It's, it's really hard. I've described it as like holding back the ocean because, <laughs> you know, you're trying to heal yourself, recognize, first of all, all the things that have happened, you know, um, and that were out of alignment with what you're learning about now and then teaching that to your children and then like not being that parent that you've learned to be for all your life, you know, because <laughs> our only frame of reference as parents when we start out is the way our parents were with us. And then right. of course their, our parents went through the same thing. It was mm -hmm. their parents and on and on. And this is why we carry these things forward. So that's also why we need to do this important work if we really want things to change substantially. Right. And yeah. it's difficult. It's not easy. So, I mean, so I, <laughs> it's been a, a crazy ride. I have to say that because, you know, at, at Part of it has been so amazing and so beautiful and having all these realizations and opening up this whole new world and just being just exposed to, you know, the truth of just how loving and amazing the universe is. And then at the same time being terrified and like trying to integrate my life, having new communications and then also dealing with my children who are going through their emotions and then triggering, you know, then bring you know, all the triggered events that came up from even just doing ayahuasca and right. <laughs> so it's been quite the roller coaster, which is funny because I finally feel so much better. And then, and that's probably why I'm about to do it again, because it's like, you're ready. Yeah, <laughs> you're ready for the next level. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. But um, I know deep down that I am. And I know that, um, Really, I'm just at the beginning. Um, I'm just at the beginning of a whole, I mean, huge chapter because I've, I've, I've seen the future me and it is nothing. <laughs> it's almost nothing like I am now, um, which is both exciting and terrifying. Um, yeah. And daunting. Yeah. <laughs> but you may have to be gentle with yourself through all of this. It is challenging. You know, it's okay to acknowledge that um, and, and to be kind to yourself while it's all going on and, and not push yourself too much. It's enough sometimes that we are just in that position of receiving this stuff, you know, and, and changing the way we feel about things and look at things, you know. And there's a lot of, um, we are encouraged and inspired to do a lot, um, but you know, we, we also have to find ways to do it within the 
the frame of our own lives and and yeah it's it's not easy and that's why it's important to to you know get support in any way you can and connect with others i think that's really healthy to do yeah so i mean i've learned the the hard way that you can't heal others until you heal yourself <laughs> in some regards well i mean when does that healing ever stop Right, it doesn't. <laughs> I remember being caught up in that too. It's like, well, well, I can't do this until I'm all done. It's like, well, guess what? You're never going to be done. And it's not, yeah. it's not an end game thing. It's, um, it's a, it's a lifestyle. It's a way of living um, to continually be open to growing and changing for the better. And it's not one of those you're done or not done thing. It's part of the way that, you know, I live now and. Uh, eventually I realized that, you know, if this is ongoing, then I'm, I'm not going to wait for the end because it's not coming and I'm just right. going to help people where they're at with where I'm at. And I think that's all anybody can ever do. Yeah, for sure. I think I just, when I, when I completely, you know, when I came out of ayahuasca and I was so inspired and so ready to go, I immediately tried to start teaching other people lessons that I hadn't fully integrated in my life. And I think that's mainly what I mean in, in that regard. Yeah, but, what happens uh, a lot. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about this on the show, I don't know, a couple of years ago, uh, the evangelistic state that you come out in. It's like, oh, my God, I got to tell everybody. And, you know, <laughs> and it's totally understandable. That's pure inspiration there, you know. Right. And we, it just takes time to temper it and understand how best to, you know, to channel that and use it in your life. But I also, you know, wouldn't change it because I started and, you know, I mean, there were times when I was sharing and I was so like in this low and then I would be so high. Um, and, you know, it really took a while to really, um, you know, integrate everything from that first wave to, you know, be more even keeled and more yeah. uh, just neutral about everything than a total roller coaster, um, which of course still happens. It's going to happen, but um, I do feel a lot more even, not uh, not as high highs and low lows, I guess we could say. <laughs> yeah, and that's part of the, that's part of the pa healing path and the healing journey at times too is, you know, I noticed when I was going through some initial really big healing, deep stuff, I had to go through those periods and it, this voice just kind of guided me all the way through it saying, Hey, I know you're, you're, how you're feeling. Just hang in there. This is what you're feeling right now is what you're getting rid of. So, you know, hold on there and, and know that it's going right. So that would be the highs and lows for me anyway. And it's intense. And, um, and really mm -hmm. it's just been um, interesting just Finding the balance between, you know, being a mother, being a wife, um, being, you know, still in, uh, investing in, with people's money, which is very, you know, human and third dimensional and of this world. And then yet being exposed to all of these things that are so beyond material. Um, yeah. So it's a constant juggle and it has really caused me, um, oh, I, I've had... Um, it caused me for a little bit just to have weird, a weird relationship with money um, because I've had such a great relationship with money um, and even seen it in the spiritual light and known that it, um, you know, was a spiritual exchange. And um, 
and then getting to a place where I'm like, why, you know, so detached from my material possessions and feeling just almost like anger. Like why, you know, why do I have all this stuff? Why do I have, why have I bought all these things, you know? Um, and then kind of going back to, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's just been a, I've accumulated them because it's just been uh, for what I've done, you know, the things that I've done and um, that there's nothing wrong with that. And mm -hmm. we're still supposed to enjoy um, our human experience. And that was a very, that was another very big lesson that ayahuasca taught me during my ceremony that I forgot for a little bit. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. These things come up for a reason. So <laughs> Yeah. yeah. You basically uh, told me I was like, you're taking life way too seriously. You need to have fun. You know, we come here to like life is a playground. Um, you know, this is a physical world. You're meant to use your senses and experience it and enjoy it because you don't have that in the spirit realm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I keep remembering that. And and there are, you know, such beautiful things. Um to experience so it's it's been quite a ride <laughs> mm -hmm. it continues to be yeah <laughs> and I, I like that coming back to gaining perspective on all that because I think that because of the problems we perceive in this world you know there are many of us who are hard on ourselves and hard on each other and it just doesn't accomplish anything good uh, and in fact it creates that very uh big problematic energetic barrier and energetic uh, dip that we don't want to happen you know that contributes to even more those same problems we're trying to solve in that way so yeah those are lessons that that I get all the time it's like and it's these are common things these are common states that we go through and we fool ourselves into believing that they're purposeful and they're not you know they're really harmful and then sometimes you just forget the bait you get so wrapped up in so many other things that you forget get the base <laughs> forget the basic oh, yeah. Because even you know, the mess recurring messages I've been getting so much, especially the last few weeks, have really just been to let go and to have faith and to stop like <laughs> stop stressing to do all these things, stop, you know, getting in my own way, stop um, putting all this pressure on myself to, you know, get some sort of message out there and do all of these things and just like, you know, relax, let go have faith and stop worrying about how it's all going to happen and just trust that it will. And then every time I do that, if, if I, you know, especially if I take a situation and I say, you know, I'm really worried about this situation. Okay. I'm completely giving it up to you. Usually within, sometimes within a, a few minutes, it's resolved. Um, so it, it's really amazing how that works. Yeah. You know, I mean, this theme is ongoing and and it's good that they give us recurring messages uh, i love that personally courtney because i need it sometimes and it happens to kind of remind me of things that i have learned and have applied and then god knows with everything that's going on through this period of pandemic of course you know we're going to find ourselves challenged to the hilt right and so it's really okay to get those messages over again. And they know that, you know, we, we need it. And that's why they're doing it. Um, but, yeah, the and, of course, we need the reminder to enjoy ourselves. I mean, right. it, it's hard. there's a heaviness to what's going on right now. And, of course, we get, 
you know, caught up in it. And, and this is exercising too. This is us exercising things that we've learned, giving us an opportunity to prove to ourselves that we can apply these things even under these circumstances. Yeah. And it, it's amazing because, um, you know, that, that's another message as well. It's really just been to, to play and to um, just enjoy myself. So I've really um, gone back to just, I mean, even just dancing. And then I found that I, I channel some sort of energy, um, I channel energy in, in movement. Yes, um, me it's too. Not, yeah. it's, it's not just in um, thoughts or, you know, words or um, images. It's actually even through movement. And there's something with that movement that just releases so much within your body. Um, oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's energy healing, actually. Mm -hmm. You let yourself go. And, you know, think about the themes. The, that's exactly what I was going to talk about, these themes of, of surrender and letting go. Like, I remember for the first, like, almost year, I went through those up and down, really uh, intense healings. And then there was this theme of surrender. And, like, this message would continue in my head day and night for like a year <laughs> you know? yes. and I really couldn't escape it. So I had to try to understand what that meant to me. And eventually over time, you know, I know that it changed me just by me focusing on that and how to do that and what that meant for me for such a long time. But also eventually after, you know, uh, just being in this, in this space for a while and learning the things that I did, I realized that all the doing that we think, you know, is, is important. It's, you know, not as important as we think, of course it is, but mm -hmm. uh, what's equally important, in fact, probably even more important is the letting go of it is the relaxing into it and trusting and surrendering um, and, and knowing that things will be well. Uh, these things are so terribly important and they're not part of how we are oriented uh, as children in this world and it takes some doing to do it but that's why I find hypnosis really powerful and obviously you know meditation is similar and these themes run through all kinds of you know spiritual practices and have you know from the beginning of you know practicing spirituality so there's something to it there it could be so powerful and we don't relate power to that but it is because we've experienced it. Yeah. And I, 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 and I think too, um, you know, what going through all this has really just <clears throat> shown me all the attachments that I've had, even just attachments, you know, saying that I want this new life and, but then realizing how attached I am to my current life and to current ways of being and, and whatnot. And I think that, I mean, it's things like ayahuasca or hypnosis where you really have to get into that subconscious um, and past the critical mind to reprogram a lot of these things that have been so yeah. ingrained, in, ingrained in us. And it, um, you know, takes, it takes a lot of, a lot of different types of healing. And that's something I've learned as well is it's really, um, you know, there's so many different um, healing modalities out there. There's so many different tools and yep. they're all fantastic. And, and that's really what guided me to do my, the podcast and to have um, the Facebook group that I have to really just expose people and myself to mm -hmm. all the different 
um, you know, healing tools and modalities yep. that are out there because we are calm, you know, we are complex beings. Yeah. We need all of it. <laughs> to yep, help us. I yeah. And, you know, um, even with this connection that I've had in the healings that I've had through it before I started using other tools, um, I would sense that at different times they would use different techniques to accomplish different things with me over time. And I think that's true of us when we, you know, use our tools. There's different ones we'll use at different times. Like, I don't think it's linear or straightforward. I think that, you know, feeling our way through it and discovering sometimes we just come upon things at the right time for the, the right reasons and, and learn to go with that and trust our intuition. And yeah, there's, there's tons of interesting tools out there. And we're all so unique too, right? Yes, so absolutely. People and yeah. Because I mean, this whole, I mean, even just the last few months I've been exposed and had great healing from, I mean, even from sound, sound healing from yep. you know, sound bowls, uh, breath work. Um, mm-hmm. I've had, I've had equivalent to a psychedelic experience just doing breath work. Um, oh, okay. yep. my <laughs> yeah. Isn't that wonderful? Um, I had so much healing. I've had so much healing from just breathing. It's unbelievable. Um, you know, from all the different types of energy healing that there there is, and you know the the hypnosis, all of it. Um, yeah. I mean, they're all there. And they all support one another too, right? Yes. Like my very first exposure was energy healing, and I never really stopped. You know, I don't do it. Uh, religiously every day as much as I'd like to, but I do it often enough. And and that was my very first, you know, connection before I even knew about any of the other stuff. But I, I it was so profound for me that I, it compelled me to dig deep and to discover its roots were in shamanism and, and then, you know, plant medicines and all the rest of it. But I think that these these, you know, what we think of as tools are just, you know, ways for us to, use that greater connection within ourselves, you know, to have the experiences that we intend to have. We all, intentions are huge. You know, we, we, we don't realize how much power we have and we put our will behind something and that makes a difference. It really does. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, absolutely. And which is funny because I've, I've moved, um, I've been such a good manifester in saying that, you know, I want this specific thing or I want this specific vacation or specific whatever. Um, And I've really been taught, it's kind of funny, um, almost even to stop focusing on manifesting and move towards more of co-creating in the the sense of just letting go, having intention, intention of what you want out of it, and Mm -hmm. then letting letting go and let letting the universe and, uh, you know, play, play it out for you because most of the time, uh, you know, something can happen for you. That's way better than what you could even plan. Yes. So, so I've really switched more to the intention because when you think about it with the material things, anyways, it's not the, you know, even with money, it's not the stack of paper that you want. It's, you know, the freedom and the, um, and whatnot from actually having it. Um, it's the feeling. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and we never know how these things are going to unfold and our limited understanding of what's possible can limit us instead of making that intention, as you say, and allowing it to unfold 
in ways that we may have never anticipated, right? Right. Yeah. Let go, which is the hardest thing to do. (laughs) It can be, but you know, you can get into the swing of it and also support yourself with that. You know, it's like, I I just realized we, we tend to be a very harsh race in some ways, you know, like humanity. Um, It's like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then then we hit ourselves over the head with it, you know, metaphorically. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, wow, that's just like, we abuse ourselves so much. It's like, okay, let's create the intention and then, you know, attend to ourselves in good, positive ways and allow it to unfold and see what happens, you know. And if there's something that we need to do to support it, trust that that's going to make itself clear to us, you know. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, um, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, I think that it's coming to the end of our time. I know we started a little late, but um, yeah, and for putting up with my my groggy voice. I had a strange (laughs) night last night, and that's saying a lot because most of my nights are pretty strange. But anyway, my hours are all strange. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you so much for being so open about your story. And I am glad you're talking openly about these experiences. There's tons of people out there having them and you're inspiring other people to to come out with their own stories. And that's only going to help matters, right? It's only going to propel us forward. You know, and that's really what keeps me going is knowing that there are so many people out there who are having these experiences or you know, going through these deep awakenings and they don't, I mean, you feel there are times that you feel like you're going insane. I mean, you really do yeah. because yeah. it's so contradictory to what society tells us. And yeah. um, I just, you know, I have to put my ego aside and trust that, you know, everything's going to be fine. And that I just have to, you know, be a voice uh, to people and know that, you know, they're not alone and that there's, um, there's so much, there's, there's so many people and resources out there to, to help. Um, so, you know, yeah. that's my mission and my purpose really just to um, help assist people through this awakening whether it's Absolutely, just, me too <laughs> yeah whether it's just awakening to your to you know what regardless of what it's awakening to it doesn't even have to be other beings <laughs> yes exactly yeah as long as it's something positive for sure and helping each other is is really important too mm-hmm. um yeah and and i can guarantee you there's lots of people who will listen to this who it's going to help. So we, we're doing our job. Yep. <laughs> and thanks for being courageous and opening up about it. And yeah, this has been wonderful. Thank thanks for joining me, Courtney. Oh, I appreciate and, you so much. Yeah. And um, let's, uh, let's mention your podcast for sure. So what's, oh, yes. what's your podcast called again? I'm going to be joining you on that, aren't I? Yes. Um, yeah. So it's called the soul business or soul business podcast. And okay. then so each week, um, we're usually interviewing um, people in the spiritual community and hearing their stories. So we're hearing their spiritual journeys and about what they do. It's a lot of healers and light workers. Um, and then I also have a Facebook group called Discovering the Power of You. Right. And also in that, we have um, teachers each week 
and teaching on a wide variety of topics. You know, I'm really just passionate about getting that exposure and just because I think as you're exposed to things, that's what really helps not only um, the community within your uh, spiritual awakening, but really it just assists you in feeling that, you know, um, these things aren't as crazy as you thought. And um, and, and as you learn to it accelerates, I believe it accelerates your awakening because uh, you're just right. exposed to so many things to help support you during this time. Absolutely. I agree. Even knowing that it's possible to, you know, uh, to grow and heal through this modality or that is, is an opening of sorts. And it's, it's wonderful. Thanks again for sharing all that with us. And if anyone wants to reach you, did you want to share your oh, contact yeah. info? Or? Um, yeah, I am also at, um, it's just at Courtney Burrell. Um, and for Instagram and Facebook. Wonderful. Okay, great. Thanks again for joining us, Courtney. Thank you. Take care. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. For more ayahuasca integration and personal growth content, please visit RebeccaHayden.com.